Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bites. Johnny's Bites. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa neem al wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Monday, the 6th of November. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. I trust that your weekend was good, well, mine was excellent as well, and we put to rest um, one of my chief service and uh, cadet uh, and, and uh, brigade trainers, Lord Augustus Niboya Shong. May he rest in peace. Over the weekend as well, we had Shabak, and this morning I've come to you with some success stories before we get into the MPP's primaries, etc., you know, sometime last week, we spoke about the fact that we were going to, we showed you some decks that had been abandoned at the Kanishi Bishop 1 and 2, Kanishi Anglican JSS, my alma mater, and the St. Joseph Primary. I showed you how they had been left there at the mercy of the weather, the rain, the sun, the wind, the, 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 everything else. It was left there like that. And I followed it consistently for three days. Three solid days. Now I can confirm to you confidently that an official of the Accra Metropolitan Assembly reached out and told me that the distribution will happen on Friday. And Friday, the distribution did indeed happen. Right? On Friday, the distribution of the chairs indeed happened. It was cleared on Friday. A distribution indeed happening. And, and you can see how jubilative the, the children are. They are happy about the fact that the, the decks had been circulated and, and distributed, if you will, to the various um, schools within the locality. That's the um, Okaikwe sub-metro. They, within the, the various communities, the, the chairs had been distributed to the schools around there who needed the chairs. This is impactful journalism. If, if this is not impactful journalism, what else is impactful journalism? So this is it. We spoke about the problem. We followed it. So we, the shotgun theory. We talk about the shotgun. We followed it until we saw the bullet being discharged. And here we are. We have shown you where the shot was taking and how it was taking and why it was taking and who took the shot and when it was taking. This is impactful journalism. From chairs that were left at the mercy of the weather to chairs that have now been distributed. And you can see the evidence. They are moving the chairs to the people who actually need the chairs so the children don't have to sit on the floor, lie on the floor, or stand and, and write or sit on cement blocks. There's another one that I showed you that we spend too much money in this country say that we are planting trees, even though we know that those who plant the trees are the very people who do galamse. Yes, I said it. And I didn't say it. I'm repeating what... Otufo or said to His Royal Majesty said, show them that this is happening. It happened. I, I saw this. And not just me. Marty saw it. And Danny saw it. We, we saw it. 
If I then drew my attention to it that this is happening, that the seedlings had been left there, and 6-2 says these were dead seedlings. Oliver agrees that they are dead seedlings as well. Even though I didn't caption it dead seedlings, but they both agree that they are dead seedlings. Guess what? Since we spoke about this one too, and this one is near GBC, uh, right in front of the Lutheran school around there, right in front of the Kanda Estate cluster of schools, right there, heart of the city. Since we spoke about it, they have also started planting. This is, again, impactful journalism. We know they just talk. They say, oh, you, he just comes to stand here to scream. He doesn't have any results to show for it. He just likes to scream. He just likes to talk, blah, 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 blah. This is impactful journalism. Those who are posted to the finance ministry, agric ministry, uh, health ministry, education ministry, whatever, street presidency, whatever it is. Small, small results. We will be fine. But this morning, you are going to work, you are going to sit behind a laptop uh, machine, and you will be insulting everybody on social media, hoping that by the 30th of November, you will have your monthly salary of 15000 or 18000 You will be insulting everybody. Show them the children planting the trees, please. The children who are now planting, they are planting what is, was formerly abandoned, and we spoke about it. They are now planting what we, what we put out there. So this was procured with state funds, all right? It was left out there for it to rot. Now the children are planting it. So it means that we are also part of the problem. It's not just the politician. Those of us who are technocrats, those of us who are, who are civil servants, those of us who are also part of the building, building of the nation are also part of the problem. They are planting it. Would they have planted it if I had not spoken about it? Now they are planting it. They're planting them. So when you, when you make Johnny Hughes your target and you want to insult me, I've just told you two success stories in one week. Impactful journalism. This is it. But this one, me, I will not file to go and collect any award for it. So there are people who are the presidency who say, oh, he hasn't won any award before. I don't care. This, the, the children there, they will remember me forever for this. Their parents will remember me forever for this. The headmasters and headmistresses who felt the heat and went out to instruct them to come and plant, they will remember me for this. For those who are out there who didn't have decks, who now have decks, they will remember me for it. So I actually don't need a small glass to prove any point. The, the main, the real deal is, is these people who have been taught that when state resources are spent to procure things, you actually do not waste them. And that you have to put them to good use because it is not a buying a juma. It is yenina ye juma. That is impactful journalism. And I'm grateful to my lecturers at Ghana Institute of Journalism for teaching me to understand how journalism actually should be practiced. For the voiceless, if there's public opinion, you broadcast it. If there's no public opinion, you ship it. If there's public opinion but it's scattered, you actually bring, bring it to the center. It has to be impactful. It has to be, it has to be good. And this is it. This, I've showed you two results. Two. Now, you know, the government has been publishing government this week. Government this week. In the past week, the government published anything government this week. So we are showing scorecard. In the past week, did government publish anything that government this week? Did they publish anything? 
This is this is my scorecard. And this is what I always talk about. I speak about A, A gets fixed. I speak about B, B gets fixed. I speak about C, C gets fixed. And then you 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 don't have any solution, but you only come to attack. I bet who be you? Shift. Make me breathe. Take me to the National Theater, please. And I've been talking about the National Theater that it is a gift. It was a gift. It still remains a gift from the Chinese government to us more than 30 years ago. We're supposed to manage the National Theater to make profit and to also improve our arts, culture, tourism, and tradition. I showed you these chairs at the National Theater. Show me the chair in front of the accountant's office. It's a sofa. Abuatum, the National Theater. There's a board chairman at the National Theater. There are board members at the National Theater. And one of the people at the National Theater reached out to me and said, oh, it is not the problem of the board because the board has made suggestions and this is where I will bring Dr. Awal, Minister for Tourism, Culture, and Creative Arts, into the equation. I will draw him into it. Because he is the sector minister for the area. We know what work Dr. Awal has done with graphic and with the finder newspaper. Put the picture up there for me. That is the sofa. I remember when I was a kid and I used to go to the National Theater. One day I'll show you my certificate for Kidderfest and Farm World. National Theater. I'll show you one day. I've been looking for it. I can't find it. You can't find it. But this chair, the, I remember these sofas. Look at it. So somebody comes, they want to go and pay money to the accountant. They sit here and wait in this, in this, this one. It's at the National Theater. I showed you the VIP area, what it looked like last week. There are people who go to work at National Theater and go and collect their salaries. The question I want to ask is, when was the last time the CEO or MD of National Theater even held a staff deba, common staff deba? Common staff deba at National Theater. When was the last time? A member of the board told me that they have been making suggestions, they have put together proposals, they have actually done what they know. They want people to come on to come and support the National Theater. When you go, they tell you it's a government institution, you have to go through uh, bureaucracy and all that crap, minim, minim, crassy, jerkrassy, a homosocracy, a hantile crassy, in here, boning crassy, in here, in here, in here, all the crassy. By the time they finish, this is what we have. And the National Theater is smelling. And they charge money for it. And on top of that, they have given the air-conditioned contract to a private person. So the National Theater doesn't feel obliged to fix its own air-condition because they are getting cuts from somebody. National Theater of Ghana. If you're a theater person, you will, be, you will feel the pain of the National Theater. So the question is that, is it a, a question of an incompetent person who has been put in charge of the National Theater, or is it the board frustrating the, the, the incompetent person that has been put there, or competent person that has been put there, or is it a question of the um, competent person frustrating an incompetent board, or is it a question of the minister not paying attention to the National Theater, or what? What exactly is the problem of National Theater? 
And somebody who regularly uses the National Theatre told me that sometimes they have their own productions and the whole National Theatre that is supposed to take about 1,500, 1,800 people, sometimes they have 20, 40, 50 people, a few white people come in a bus and they come and sit there at the National Theatre and they are watching in an air-conditioned hall. They are watching 20, 30, 40, 50 people. How? How did we sink so low? Show me the chair again from the accountant's office, in front of the accountant's office. I have showed you chairs from the lobby. I have showed you how inside the main auditorium VIP section, a, a, a metal chair has been put into the original chair. Now show me. This is National Theater. Tomorrow I'll show you another thing from National Theater. Let's move away. Talk about Dr. Baumia. I want to first of all congratulate the MPP that nobody decided to hurt the, each other because they were voting for a presidential candidate for the new patriotic party. I want to congratulate them. And I also want to congratulate Dr. Mahmoud Baumia for winning to become the flag bearer of the NPP. Now, the conversation that I had over the weekend was how much or what, by what margins Dr. Baumia won and by what margins John Bahama won in the primaries in the NDC, and people have been making analysis of it. I don't know if that translates into, you know, um, a victory in the 2024 general elections that involved the larger society. That's not just either NDC delegates or MPP delegates. I don't know. But some have said that if you get 61%, like Professor Kobe Mensah says, if you get 61%, it is actually a combo of Akufuado's effort and Baumia's effort, every government machinery being whipped into line, and then, and then that means that what contribution did Dr. Baumia have in, in the 61%? That, can, that conversation can be had. If you flip it to John Mohammed's side, was everybody else whipped into line? I don't know. But that conversation can also be had. But was it Mr. Kennedy Japan who now says that he will support Dr. Baumia, who told us that whether we like it or not, Dr. Baumia can never beat John Mahama as a presidential candidate? Was it Kennedy Japan who was forced to sign that MOU? Was it the same person? Was it the same man who said he was going to give everybody a showdown? And I heard Dr. Baumia say that, oh, me, I will not disappoint you. And I said, oh, Joe. But within the last seven years, what do you think you have been doing? I will not disappoint you. Within the last seven years, in the last seven years, what do you think you have been doing, Bosu? You have been disappointing us. Go back to Central University. Listen to your own lectures. Go back to National Theater. Listen to your own lectures. Come back to us. Go back to the studios where you spoke. Listen to us on the economy, on the exchange rate, on whatever it is, and come back to us, come and tell us if you have not disappointed us already. In fact, when the president failed to meet journalists, the last time President Danado Danko Kufuado fighter for the, for the media, eh? fighter for the media, human rights activists, whatever it is, the last time he met the media was in 2019. 2020 has come and gone. They'll say COVID, Russia, Ukraine. 2021 has come and gone. 2022 has come and gone. 2023 has almost ended. The president has not met us. Four years on. Then the last time I saw that school children in Kolankola had been put in front of the president. Obviously pre-produced and told to ask certain questions. Because we have all been part of those productions before. Kwasasa, you and all those ones. They pre-produce us. Then they put you there and they say, oh, 
Mr. President, why did you choose Dr. Baumia as your vice president? And then he says, oh, I needed to use his brain to govern. So, Mr. Vice President, when you say you are your own man, we have actually experienced your brain because your boss says he used your brain to govern. And how have you ruled? How have you governed? We have seen the quality that you are bringing to the table. Or has anything changed? Why are you suddenly now trying to detach yourself from the team of, of which you were a central, a central participant? Why? Because the, the president said they brought you in to use your brain to govern. So why are you detaching yourself? You must tell us. Why are you now preaching change of a team or assign a team that you were part of? You must tell us. Because all of the conversation that we had before you got into power was about the economy, was about fuel, was about job creation, was about transforming Ghana in 18 months, was about all those things. Now you have won and you are telling us that when you come, so you are the mate and there's a driver, right? We get on the bus, we say we are going to Kaswa. Then the driver starts the engine, he's taking us to Gamami. And then you don't tell the driver that you are going in the wrong direction, but you only tell the driver to alight you so that you can redirect us to go where we have to go. Boss, you cannot be serious, though. You are in the bus. You are the trotter mate. You have not even finished the job that we gave you, but you are anticipating to break the eight. You have 13 months. 13 months. There's a lot of work that you have to do, Mr. Mr. Vice President. Now, now, Mr. Flagbearer. There's a lot of work that you have to do. A lot of work you have to do. There's a choral, choral group that sang a beautiful song for you. Listen to them, Mr. Vice President. And I know you know, Mr. Vice President, that where we have gotten to is dangerous. The admission is only made to say that, oh, where we find ourselves. Who brought us here? You say, oh, you will not disappoint us. Who brought us here? You say, oh, I've come to save Ghana. Who brought us here? Remember, Mr. Vice President, you were part of the team that brought us the Ajinkwa budget. And I asked you in 2022, I asked you, or 2021, I asked you, Ajinkwa, who are you saving us from? Because you brought us a Juma budget. You brought us a Hunto budget. You brought us a Mpuntuo budget. 
you brought us a Jinkwa. But then I asked the question, who are you, Jane, a from? I asked the question, who, from, who are you saving us from? Because you promised that you were going to give us change. So who are you now saving us from? Are you casting a vote of no confidence on the man who brought you into politics and actually stepped every rule to make sure that you came to lead and you became number two and now you are number one? Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise.